Hey, thank you for listening to our Journey Elgin podcast. This is our weekly Simple Life with Jesus series. And today we're going to be looking at a couple of different verses, uh, some from the Old Testament, some from the New. One of the things that we try to do with this series is we're constantly looking at Jesus's life, how Jesus related to God, and how that can help us in our relationship with God. And this past year has been a, a an up and down and crazy year in our country. And one of the things that I, I think that we have seen is uh, we see more and more people are just kind of angry all the time, are frustrated. Um, less and less people seem to be experiencing joy, uh, contentment. And one of the things that I see in Jesus' life is that desire for us to experience joy. In fact, Jesus says in John sixteen twenty four. He says that, uh, ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. You know, that's a powerful statement that uh, Jesus desires for our joy to be complete. And one of the things that he was doing in coming to earth is showing us how to live our life in a way that we experience joy. Now, joy is, uh, there is a distinction. Joy is not simply an emotion. It's not like happiness. Happiness is really completely nearly dictated on what's going on around us, uh, on what's happening with our circumstances. Um, Happiness is like a roller coaster. And uh, I love roller coasters. I don't know if you've ever uh, been a fan of of those. I I can remember the first time that I rode the Judge Roy Scream at Six Flags Over Texas. And now that's just a tiny little roller coaster. Uh, But I can remember riding that um, with my mom and dad whenever I was little. And uh, taking that 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 cart starts going up and that clickety sound click 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 you're just getting higher and higher and higher and higher and you're you're terrified and uh, and then all of a sudden you just plunge down and you know that feeling in the pit of your stomach and then you the the gravity catches back up with you and you go back up and it's just an amazing feeling your stomach is up and down and and all around and if you love roller coasters you just love that feeling. Uh, the problem is, is that is not a great feeling to experience in life, but yet life is a roller coaster and, and we experience those ups and downs, those highs and lows. And so our happiness will be affected by if everything is going well and we're, uh, things are going smoothly, well, it's fairly easy to be happy. But man, whenever we start that downward plunge, uh, it can become very difficult to be happy because our circumstances have changed. And whether it's financial, whether it's relationship-wise, whatever it may be, it uh, can really start having a negative impact on us. And so Jesus wasn't saying that, hey, if you just follow me, you're going to be happy all the time. That's, that's just not, not the case. Um, we're not always going to be happy. Uh, we deal with circumstances in life that, frankly, we shouldn't be happy about. And, and that's, that's okay. That's, that's part of what life is. But Jesus did say that we should be able to have joy. And so what is joy? Well, joy is more than happiness. It's more than just an emotion. It is something that we have, this is the biblical definition of joy, is, is something that we have whenever we have that assurance of God's presence with us, no matter what. That it, even when we're at our lowest, that we know that God is present with us, that he is uh, going to be walking with us, that he's going to give us the strength to overcome, 
um, that we are secure in him. And there's some joy in that. Sometimes there's aspects of joy that bring about elation and happiness and those those types of emotions. But sometimes joy is found in the midst of mourning, in the midst of tears. It's a powerful characteristic that we have when we truly follow the ways of Jesus and that we truly seek to have that relationship with God. Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 6, says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Now, this was a passage that is used primarily to make the case that it is only through Jesus that we are able to go to heaven. You know, it's a verse that is used to uh, talk about what happens when we end, uh, when our life here on earth ends, and that it's only through Jesus that we find life, uh, find eternal life. I, I believe that that is part of what this verse is, is saying, but just as I see Jesus' life, the reason that Jesus came to earth was not just to provide us a way to go to heaven, but a way to show us how to live. And so when Jesus says, I am the way, that word is kind of way, a path. Um, he's showing us the way to live. Um, and that way is the way of truth. That's the way that is filled with life, the life that God created us to experience. No one comes to the Father except through me. The only way we can truly experience uh, God's presence here on earth is by following the example of Jesus. And so what, what is it that fueled Jesus? How did Jesus um, you know, understand his relationship with God? How was he following God? And a passage that I read uh, on Monday in Psalms, Psalm 16, I just, this is a, a powerful passage, and, I, and Jesus, of course, would have, uh, would have read this. He would have known this passage, and it really speaks to the joy that we find whenever we truly develop a strong relationship with God. Um, and I, I just want to read this. I want you to listen to it and then maybe spend some time over the next couple of days uh, reading it a few other times and seeing what God speaks, how God speaks to you through this psalm. So Psalm 16 says this. It says, Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you I have no good thing. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful ones see decay. You make known to me the path of life. 
You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Verse 11 says, You make known to me the path of life. Well, how does God make known the path of life? Well, he sent Jesus. Jesus shows us the way of life, the way to live our life here on earth, but also the way to to live our life that leads to a life in heaven. But God sent us himself to show us how to live each and every day. And that and by living that life it says you will fill me with joy in your presence. Jesus knew that. So when Jesus says I'm the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father but but through me he's He's not just saying, hey, you're going to be okay when you die. He's saying, here's how to have the fullness of life that God created you to have here and now. Does that all mean it's going to be great all the time? No. Even this psalm says, I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night. My heart instructs me. I don't think he's sitting here talking about, oh, yeah, even when the sun goes down. No, he's saying even in the dark times of life. My heart will instruct me. I will praise the Lord even when those times happen because they will. I keep my eyes always on the Lord with him at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Why would he say that if there's not reasons to be shaken? Of course there's going to be difficulties in life. But we can find joy even in the midst of them when we keep our eyes on the Lord, when we see him as our portion, our cup, that which fills us up. I encourage you the next couple days to read through Psalm 16 again. Read it and hear the words that lead to joy, that lead to living a life reliant on God's presence. You know, we see all around us frustration and despair and anger. As Christians, we need to be living a different life to give an example for people so that they see, you know what, there is a different path of life. There is a path that leads to joy. That's not being modeled for us in the world around us. Jesus came to show us how to live that path, and then he's called us to continue to live that life, to be a witness and to be a light into the dark world. I encourage you, spend some time thinking about Psalm 16, thinking about the joy that you have in Christ each and every day. I hope you have a wonderful week. Allow God to fill you up, to fill your heart with joy, no matter your circumstances. Hope to talk to you next week.